What's up, y'all? Welcome to Tactics Talk. This is your girl, Sasha, with the boy, Paul. Yo. Thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the show where we're going to talk video games and life as usual. So sit back, grab some snacks. If you're thirsty, grab a drink, and hopefully you'll be entertained by what we got going on today. It's a beautiful Friday. It is still a bit chilly outside. Who knows if it changes? It's Florida. It it does that. Y'all know. Y'all know. I hope you're feeling good today because I know I am. I hope the boy is. Are you, boy? I'm feeling fantastic. Excellent, excellent. Um, on today's episode, we have our first special guest. So the special guest is my best friend and twin, Hazel. I'll let him introduce himself in just a moment. Um, while we already did an episode where we talked about The Last of Us because it, it meant a lot to me, and I know it meant a lot to my brother, so today I decided that we should kick it up a notch and add my best friend's thoughts to this game because between the three of us, there is a lot that we like to that we would like to discuss and kind of just touch on. So, best friend, if you're ready, I would like you to introduce your ta- yourself. This is your time to shine. <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, I'm Hazel, uh, single player enthusiast, um, here <laughs> naughty dog enthusiast. <laughs> all day, <laughs> all day, all day. Um, I mostly play like single player games for the most part. I do play my online stuff, but. Um, yeah, Naughty Dog definitely is something that I'm very, very enthusiastic about. We like that. Okay, thank you, best friend. Um, so by now, you guys will have listened to our second episode. Hopefully, if you have not, I would suggest at least going to that one and listening to our thoughts on the game. Um, and we're just, like I said, we're pretty much just going to talk about whatever on part one. We may get into part two on this episode. We may not, but we definitely want to talk about part one. So... Best friend, just if we were to start talking about The Last of Us, how would you start? Like, what what do you, what did the game make you feel? How do you feel about The Last of Us, part one? Lots, lots of emotions. More than anything, um, I think the scenery happens to be the most beautiful thing about the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely the graphics. It was, it was, you know, revolutionary for, for Naughty Dog to come out with a game like that. And it just... The story touches you. The connection between the characters touches you. The the scenery, more than anything, is is beautiful. And the way that they were able to just put you in that post-apocalyptic world 20 years after right. the disaster happens is something that's, you know, that's hard to achieve. The way that nature has overgrown and taken everything. Yeah is something that they achieved really well. You know what's crazy? I said something similar that I, that I compared it to, not in the, the sense of, like, it's the same thing, but, like, similar aspects was I Am Legend, mm-hmm. how the earth and nature kind of just took back what was what was nature's, you know what I mean? Like, humans were gone like, for, for the, with the exception of, you know, the zombies, clickers, the infected, all that good stuff. Um, so real quick, because obviously we're gonna say that you play on a playstation because you play the last of us unfortunately it is a sony exclusive so what consoles do you play on before we get too deep into this because i know we will mostly now i just play on my switch and my playstation i do play pc games okay um i mostly play like grand theft auto left for dead (laughs) um i play phasma sometimes which is like a it's like a scary game. Is that a PC game or is that a PlayStation game? It's a PC game. I'm not okay. sure if it's out for PlayStation, but I play it for PC. It's, it's actually a, a lot game. of fun. It's a scary game. Oh, yeah, we should yeah, play yeah. it all together oh, and we God. should stream it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> well, it's if we do, I'm a little bitch. It's basically a group of people where they they take a bunch of items and mm-hmm. they go into a house that's possessed and try and figure out the the type of ghost that's You, you know what's house. crazy? I actually think I ventured into someone's stream recently, so I uh-huh. think I know what you're talking about. So. I think it's called Phasmophobia. I think that's what it's called. That sounds actually really familiar. I think I've heard a couple of YouTubers, because I've been, recently I've been into the whole horror genre, <laughs> and I've been watching a couple of YouTubers who have played horror games, and I heard one of them mention Phasmophobia. So, it's a really good game. So yeah. yes. It's, We're going to play this in simple. the morning, right, y'all? We can play it in the no. morning, yeah, as long as your room is dark. <laughs> can I just hide under the blankets? <laughs> Does that count? But no, I, I actually am down for that. We need to. We need yeah, to play. I mean, it okay, to four I'm, I'm down. So we'll oh, just have to get game. together. Yeah, it's a four player game. It's up to four people. Does everyone like you said? It's a PC game, so everyone yeah. has to have like their own PC. Yeah. Or, okay, all right. We can check after the. This. All right, all right. Yeah, sorry, y'all. I, no, I just good. had questions, and apparently yeah. I forgot myself. I mean, we can check after this to yeah. see if we can, yeah. you know, get it on PS4. But anywho, right. we, you know, back to the last. Right. Of Thank us. you for sharing with us, best no, friend. It's yeah, a beautiful for sure. thing. All right, so it starts off what other than beautiful scenery? Like, let let's get into this. Um, okay, 
So, uh, so now we're going to get a little more in-depth where we're going to mention specific parts of the game because, again, I was kind of, like, skipping over a whole bunch of things. Do you remember when Joel... Do you want to start from the beginning, like, how you felt with Sarah and Joel, like, his daughter? Or do you want to just kind of... Well, that's crucial. You, you, can't, you can't start the game without talking about Sarah because Sarah is crucial to the experience that you put together with Joel and Ellie. Yeah. That's something that is instilled with you from the beginning of the game you're meant to feel sorry for joel for losing his you're right because it connects him to ellie later on in the game all right that's fair that's fair it's you know it's it's crucial to know that sarah was an important part of his life you know Mm -hmm. his wife had died and he took care of her all her life and she had recently given him a present on his birthday and then this yeah that's right i forgot that that's that she died on his birthday yeah like that essentially the 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 morning after because it was already almost midnight by the time that he got home from work but yeah he he, did they ever mention what he did for work like did i did that is that something okay i was like was that something i blanked that on or did i fill in the blanks and just assume when they first start out the game um i sarah picks up when you're playing as sarah she picks up the phone and the text messages i believe mm -hmm. it has um they're talking about some of the stuff. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. Like, those are little things that I kind of forgot because it's been a while since I played the game. But, right. like, those are such important details. So, obviously, you know, the relationship between Sarah and Joel was obviously, uh, uh, I, I would say, was a good one. Oh, like, and it was you know, solidified in the first, like, two minutes of the game. <laughs> right, because that's how you're introduced. Like, you play as Sarah. Yeah, he, he comes in the house and then he says, uh, and they're joking about it. It's like, hey, I got you a present. How would you right, afford and this? And I was going to say, what, what was mm-hmm. it? that because Tommy called Joel right like that's what started everything wasn't right. that what it was because then he runs out and then all of a sudden he runs back in doesn't he kill an infected well or, what like, happened was was that he was at, over at his neighbor's house I guess that's his neighbor right. was having some sort of emergency and they didn't know what was going on right. and Tommy was trying to call him on his phone and his phone was inside the house mm-hmm. so that's when Sarah wakes up and she's looking for Joel and then uh, she right, goes he's not there. right so he comes back in bursting in through the glass door and he tells her, you know, stay back. You know, there's something wrong with the Coopers or whatever their name is. Yeah. And he was like, there's, you know, he's just, there's something wrong with him. He's like, stay back. I don't want to have to shoot you. And he pulls a gun out of the drawer and he shoots him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was. That's the right. That's right. And I think it was such a beautiful decision to make the infected come into their house. You know, the place yeah. where they're supposed to be the safest to show you that with this disease, no one's safe. You're not safe anywhere. <laughs> what a dose of And reality. it's not even that. It's not even just that. It's, it's not just from the disease, but from anything. That's yeah. it. Literally, the only thing that's dividing you from you and the outside is a glass door, mm-hmm. and it could shatter. Yeah, they literally had a glass back door. Most people do. Like, yeah, yeah the, like you know, what I, mean? I don't think anyone really puts an enforced door in the back because it's meant to be like easily in and out, right? And that's why most people put like little alarms or something to kind of block it off. And right? I think that that was a beautiful way to introduce the infected into the world mm-hmm. as it's just sudden out of nowhere bam you're thrown into it and we're feeling the same thing as the characters as mm-hmm. they just broke into the place where we started out the game we don't know what's going on yeah yeah like yeah you don't until it just happens right so moving forward on that you have to think another thing that's beautiful about this game is the story of the fungus itself. Yeah. Paul touched the, on that a lot when the, he was talking about the it. The fact that the fungus is something that's in in the sense, yes, it was created by Firefly, but it was also something that mutated naturally. Yeah. It's something that took to the world naturally and it spread quickly and it was something that infected people in the sense that it wasn't something like zombies or the dead are alive or something yeah. like that. It was people that were raging. Yeah. You know what I mean? And eventually mutating into other things if they were mutated long enough. Yeah. Uh, so bath salts in real life. Oh. Do you, you remember when oh that, my gosh, that one guy, yes. you remember? So, okay. All right. Never that mind. That just happened to be in Florida. Right? <laughs> well, if it was going to be anywhere. There's, gonna be there's, there's always a Florida man, oh y'all, for everything. Yeah. But, my bad, sorry. But I, I'm going to be yeah. doing that a lot, y'all, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, no, and, and um, one of the characters, I forget his name in the moment, had brought it up where do you think they're still alive? Do you mm-hmm. think they still have a conscious while they're in that state? And, uh, you know, Ellie brings up a good point. It's like, I'd like to think that they've moved on. Yeah. That that sort of 
stopped it and right. they get to they get to go on with their life right. well the one thing that you have to understand about Elian in that moment <clears throat> is her experience that she had with another spoiler alert if you haven't played left behind it's part of that where true where she DLC. met this mm-hmm. little girl and they bonded she got infected and then she had to kill her yeah so she God, had her spoiler own. best friend. Well, it's I first mean, episode you're on, and you're just gonna spoil shit for me. No, well, I'm she, just she kidding. Said it straight <laughs> out the gate. Yeah. So <laughs> she has had her own experiences leading up to that point, and that's why she feels a certain way, mm-hmm. and that's why her character has developed to the point it has developed by the time that the first game takes place. Mm-hmm. So that's something that you also really have to think about: is the character development individually, mm-hmm. and and the way that they sort of together in a sense beautiful you know what i mean so that's like like you said they all just go hand in hand right right like what other games you know really do that like truly like before like when the last of us dropped what game did you know was doing that because now we have similar games that we can kind of be like oh wow like you know this game is making me feel like this did but you know what other game do you know did that Truly. Uh, the only other game that I can tell you that touched me in the sense of the connection that you had. When have, The Last of Us was out? W- no, after. That's, but that's what I'm talking about. When The Last of Us dropped, and no, maybe a no. year after only, what other game was doing None. That's what I'm Exactly, that's None. what I'm saying. That, the, that's what makes this my favorite game. The only other game that was any kind of even close to a, two, a good two-player game for me was, if I'm not mistaken, it was Army of Two. Yes! And Army of mm-hmm. Two, I thought that that game was really, really good. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but other than that, other than that, I would say around that time, and truthfully, to this time as well, no other game has touched me between the the characters and the development that they have together besides right. the new God of War. True, I wouldn't say that and Detroit Become Human in terms of like feelings, but God of War, I, I agree with you, is literally the only one that's like the closest because you know you have that with the whole boy. Because me, me and Paul talked about that again. Right. Hashtag foreshadowing for another episode. Right, right. Because I mean, they just you. It's a single player game, obviously, but you, you. It's like you're with them. Like you're you're playing as this one character who is alongside another one, and you develop. A relationship with them because like goddamn like this video game is sucking me in because right. we, we haven't it's even feel we, and we've only been talking about the beginning of the game so i'm just i'm gonna skip ahead so please bring me back if you need to like joel's relationship with tess right like when she died i was pissed because she was a badass bitch like why are you gonna kill <laughs> off a bamf when we just got her like yeah okay we didn't know ellie was gonna be who ellie is yeah. but like you know what i mean like a badass like she who was that dude they were trying to hassle because he sold their guns you remember that yeah straight oh, up yeah, just yeah. Bah, after they got the information gone like i wasn't ready for that like that at that when that happened like outside of sarah dying i was like ooh, that's what time we're on like i didn't realize what kind of game was happening until that and even then i didn't realize but you have to remember test dying makes a point i mean yeah she i know she exhibits recklessness Mm -hmm. throughout the beginning of their relationship with her and joel and the whole point was that joel was telling her that she was being reckless and one of these days her luck was gonna run out yeah because he was like the the strong he was the strong silent type like you just you felt comfortable with him right tess i was just like oh shit like she's gonna get him in trouble right so basically he was telling her, you know, you're being reckless. Your luck is going to run out. And, and it sure enough it did. Sure enough did. Yeah. And that it makes an impact on you throughout the game because it shows you that the people around you, as they cannot be replaced and they will die. Yeah. As amazing as yeah. they are. Yeah. And how good Tess was. Again, with the feels because real life. <clears throat> like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think The Last of Us shows how cruel the world can be and how quickly bam gone right you know obviously we were with tess a little bit and her death wasn't fast but it was thrown onto us right because well i think that's what makes it fast is that like while she was with us for a good portion because you know you guys are kind of exploring a bit but she just she's gone gone Yeah. yeah and didn't it take wasn't it hours for her was it like a day because remember she was talking about because 
again, because, you know, they were talking about the whole Ellie thing, and they started exploring, and then she was like, yeah, like, this is a fresh bite. Ellie's isn't, but she stays behind yeah. to go all Rambo on them because she didn't have any more time. Like, was that hours, or am I, you, you know, know what I mean? Like, said, do I remember this? that no, 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 or was it like a last night thing? You're talking days because you're you're talking to the, about the point where they meet the guy. Mm-hmm. He tells him he he sold his gun, their guns to the fireflies. Yeah. And then right around the corner, we're gonna have to talk about them separately too. Here comes Lady Firefly. You feel me? What was her name? Marlene. Marlene. Ah, that's right. Uh, Our moms. Shout out to mom. Sorry, we're name dropping mama. (laughs) She has no relation to the game, but like, there we go. So Marlene shows up around the corner. She says, "Well, let's make a deal." So she's like, "I'll take you to the guns, but we have to get." Like to my asset first, and my ha- my asset has to be safe. Yeah. So then they I mean, pick up fair. Ellie. They go to the safe room and they're waiting. Yeah, because Joel and Ellie got to hang out. Right. So they're waiting for Which, them to come. Wasn't back. that a brilliant move? Like it's kind of one of those things. Like I think back now, it's like okay, I saw that coming, but I didn't because it lays like the foundation. Right. Of how they are when they first meet. Because yeah, like because they, yeah, because they're both kind of like sassholes to each other, you know what I mean? Like they're very much <laughs> sassy. Yeah, very much sassy wow. and assholes yeah. to each other. Where, where at least he's Joel laid down and it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I am sure you will figure that out. <laughs> and then immediately And he takes after, a fucking nap. Yeah, and then immediately well, after sweet. she goes your watch is broken, trying to get back at him, right. showing that they haven't made that connection yeah. yet, but they're still yeah, and, the, and they're feeling right, each other right. out because I mean, you know, as if you were her age, how would you react to just having to do quote unquote thing. hang out with a grown ass man? It's like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Like, let, let me. Where's Marlene? <laughs> she said she was going to do this with me and she done got hurt. Yeah. Right. So then after test dies, they kind of go through their first real little trial where they have to kind of uh, kill everyone and. They head off. Yeah. And he's like, well, the only thing I can think of now is to get you to the next place where the fireflies are going to be. Where did they say they were going to go? And if I'm not mistaken, it was like Colorado or something like that. I think so. Because remember, he wouldn't trust her with a gun at first. He was trying to go to Tommy's. Oh, 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 right. Tommy's was over in the... um, the dam, the water power plant. Correct. And in order, you know, he had to go, like you said, cross country. So it's like, all right, cool. So we he needs to get Tommy. a car. Yeah. We got to find Tommy and there. But in order to find Tommy, we need to find my boy. Yeah. Bill. Right. Yeah. Billy. Yeah. And I think it was so funny how there was a clear end goal, but you always had to jump from, okay, cool. We have to do this. Okay, cool. All right. We got that. Good. Let's go. And it was a constant, okay. But it was always forward progression. Never once in the story did they have to fall back or get setback, or if it was, it was very minor. And Yeah, I, and it kind of just rerouted them in the sense yeah. of like a setback. Like they just had to do something else to figure it out. Right. And I... I I think they did a, a really good um, way of introducing how resourceful Joel is and how he was, like you said, the strong silent type and where he took care of Tess. Where, he, okay, Tess gets us into trouble, I gotta find a way yeah, to Yeah, because bring doesn't he have an outburst right. at some point when he's talking about that's all I've been doing is surviving? Yeah. Like he, he just it's, had it's to be quick witted. Yeah, right, brother, right, that's right, right, that's right. It, was that in the first game or did I yeah, skip? Okay, right. No, I was no, like, no, sorry, yeah. So the one thing I do want to say is the for me the real introduction to the infected was when we were going through the adventure with Bill because uh, yeah. even though you experience them with Tess in you know the dark building in the beginning of the game mm-hmm. when you're first getting the feel there's only a few mm-hmm. yeah because they were just I guess trying to ease you into the idea right of this. Yeah. so when you see them it's nighttime and they're kind of wandering around aimlessly kind of doing their thing because that's what they do at night and it shows this sort of passiveness they have at night versus the aggression yeah. they have during the day when you're dealing with them and during your adventures with right. Bill. You so, that's an excellent point. Like right. so, Jesus best friend. So when you're dealing with them with Bill, your first real introduction is when you get trapped. Right. Oh my god. Oh, your yeah. foot gets trapped. You're upside down. <sighs> And you're trying to help Ellie. You're trying to protect her so that she can (laughs) cut you down. And oh my god. That was such an amazing way to make you feel both helpless and 
just superhuman because he pulls uh, obviously he pulls it off because we're gonna talk about them yeah, journeying right. together correct and I think it's one of the best ways to make you feel fear because up until this point like you said we've had to deal with small groups of infected nothing too crazy and we've had enough resources to defend ourselves we haven't gotten anything too crazy but then we're just thrown upside down and <laughs> sure maybe our lives aren't in danger but Ellie's is yeah and that was one of the first moments that they were like okay we're developing their bond right right and he could he forced to help yeah man because like technically he could have played it off as like a well i need to keep you alive because you need to be brought here kind of thing Mm -hmm. but you know we obviously know know. it's different like it's deeper than in reality it's much more instinctual than people think yeah um when someone that you're traveling with is in peril regardless of how Mm -hmm. you feel about them you're always going to have that instinct to be like oh my gosh right because you You would experience that now like you know me and you go somewhere and something breaks out and we're like oh shit like we're kind of in danger right like we're gonna i'm gonna be like okay best friend i'm gonna do my best to protect you best friend i'm you know do my best to protect you like Right. And to build off of that, I think uh, they also showed another way how, back to the beginning of the game, Joel's unable to save his daughter. Mm-hmm. He was helpless. Yeah, yeah, because that was, and that was so right. messed up. Because I, again, we glazed over that part just because, like, it's so. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah. But now you're talking about the emotions that you're feeling towards the end of the game. Yeah. Those are not emotions that you develop in the beginning. Yeah. True. Those are emotions that slowly develop throughout the game, and they develop stronger and stronger. And then mm-hmm. once you get to the end, and he makes the decisions that he makes in the end, that's when that emotion really impacts I was like, you. You well, can say what happens, because we've already did the reason, the reason, <laughs> in the, the other reason episode. I, I bring that up is because I, even though we're not experiencing that consciously, I think Joel is going through that subconsciously, because he... Up until this point, we don't know if he's had another uh, childlike figure in his life. Right. So to have having to protect Ellie. Well, I think maybe the only in- sorry I didn't mean to interrupt, but good. you know, like I think the only interactions he's really had with any other kids are like the other kids that are in these quarantine yeah zones. in the quarantine zones. But he doesn't have he to doesn't deal them. with them. Yeah, it's just like an in passing thing. I if think that. his right. his trauma that of losing yeah. his daughter. He he never was able to deal with that. He wasn't able to save anyone else. Yeah. So having Ellie, whether or not they've developed this bond yet i feel like him being able to save her or him helping her helps him deal with his past trauma you know just as much as ellie needed him he needed ellie right and that was his way to move on or or uh sorry to skip past the end of the game where he goes you know you would have really liked sarah or Sarah would have liked you i yeah. think you guys would have been best friends i think he's trying to deal with that trauma of losing her so abruptly and that he couldn't do anything all he could do was hold her in his arms as her life slowly drained away from forces that were out of his control because not only were the infected brought in you know crazy but the military had to shut everyone down and sadly had to gun people down because they didn't know if they were infected yeah because you don't know and in mass panic like that you what is really right and wrong like you unfortunately just decisions have to be made I think that that starts happening during the game um, when Joel gets to the dam and uh, his brother Tommy gives him a picture of Sarah Mm -hmm. that he managed to save from the house. And that's when you really see Joel for the first time react to something that has happened over 20 years ago. True. And that's when it starts to change can his we, can perspective. We just, I'm sorry, can we just talk about how that really made me have like all the feels just now? Yeah, because you, you, <sighs> you've played the game and you realize that in that moment is when he makes a decision to start to move on with his yeah. life. Yeah. And oh my God, I completely forgot. That, like, like how you said, he gives them the picture. The game made it feel like 20 years ago yeah. it made it feel so long ago that Sarah mm-hmm. died because sure maybe you were playing the game in one sitting but even if you were playing the game in one sitting and you get to that point it feels like so long ago mm-hmm. it feels like how I would assume Joel would feel 20 years in the future because we've experienced so much up until that point and he sees a picture and goes I don't need it I'm good and gives it back to him and I'm so glad you brought that up because just how immediate the second he sees it he doesn't want anything to do with he's like it it happened so long ago i don't want to think about it i don't want to talk about it and he might like to think that he's moved on from it but us playing the game with him and ellie 
you know, we see past that. Mm-hmm. We see past him trying to put on a front. We see past him trying to just leave it alone instead of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I said before, having Ellie with him forces him to deal with that. And then seeing that picture, like you said, bam, brings it all back. I think that's a good point. I think you make a good point for sure. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, can we can we segue back to Bill real quick? Mm-hmm. Uh, can we stand him for a second? Bill was gay, yeah? Like, did we all pick up on that when he was talking about his partner? Correct. Like, I never, I yes. never picked up on that. My, my first, first yeah, my, no, my first yeah. playthrough, I it kind of, I was like, oh, there were partners, like, Joel and Tess were, but I, like, I didn't, like, as in, like, survival partners, Partner. like, someone I travel with and, and, and foray into, like, just hanging out, doing what we gotta do, um, yeah, he was gay. I didn't, pick, I didn't pick up on that until my second playthrough. Well, I was like, wait a minute. Because then when when they talk about uh, where him and Joel have a conversation in the house. And he cuts him down and you can hear the emotion when he's talking about him. And then later when they secure their car and Joel tries to, hey, listen, I'm really sorry. And he goes, uh, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, oh my god. In the second playthrough, I was like, well, shit, they just threw a gay character at me. And I missed it my first time. So we stand Bill. <laughs> Just because the I love game. Naughty Dog, they've always been progressive with their oh, characters. I love it. I love that so they've much. They've always been progressive with again, their but again with all the feels because it obviously no one is like immune to this happening. It, right? It literally anyone. It, it doesn't care about race, sexuality, it whatever. It doesn't give a fuck. Like it's gonna happen. Everyone gets infected at some point or will. And talking about Bill real fast, we also can't forget that we face our first boss with Bill in the high school. Mm-hmm. Oh, the boomer. yes. Yeah, let's not forget that. <laughs> that was a scary Yeah, that was wild. I, I don't think I died, but I was dancing on screen yeah. trying to figure out how to, to kill him. It I know was, that's Cap. I died like five times. It was insane how they introduced it too, because not only did you not find the battery you wanted, and <laughs> this was one of like the, I guess... I guess I need to go back to my previous statement. There was a couple setbacks in the story. But How- that's what I'm saying. No, you. I think you meant like setbacks to where they had to stop the journey and not move forward. It was more of like a, a setback. Like, okay, hey, this isn't going to work. So we really need to find something else if we're really going to do this. Yeah. Like and it made them move. You know, they got chased by a swarm of infections. Like, come on, we got to get the battery. Let's go. And it's like, yeah. it's not here. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. Let's run. Right, and, so, and then that's, the, that's where Joel's survival kicks in again because somebody has has to be quick-witted like somebody has to like keep moving yeah like they're n- not everyone can freeze them like okay like you know what i mean like no he's like all right he's like cool keep next pushing. room let's right. go come on right and then you you know you're already in this adrenaline run ridden state and you're running through the school and then like you boom bloater right and and it really shows <laughs> the age of the infected it really shows yeah, that 20 yeah. years has passed that the mutations go yeah, crazy. Yeah, but I would say that even the the what are we the fungus, right? That's what we're gonna label it as, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That it's evolved it is with fungus, y'all. Yeah. yeah. It's their spores that are yes. in here. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. But like yeah, like it, it ages with you. Spoiler alerts, one of my favorite things, like I said, is the mutation yeah. uh between all of the the the, the mutated people. And that translates into The Last of Us 2. And True, the way yes, that you go through it and the bosses that you face in that game mm-hmm. are much tougher, much scarier. They're much more aware of your presence. You know what I, I mean? I think that's what makes it even scarier yeah. is that they are more conscious. And they were they were really, really particular about where they placed you mm-hmm. with this boss in The Last of Us 2. And it was in a very scary setting. I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I remember the first time playing it, I freaked out to you. Yeah, you, you did. You haven't reached it yet. And no. I need you to reach I'm it. I'm sorry. Because when you face it, <laughs> you will freak out. And you will text me or call me. Or if I'm sitting next to you. In, in case y'all aren't picking up what they're putting down, I have yet to beat The Last of Us 2 because I'm a slacker. Shameful. I'm sorry. I, I promise I'll get to it. I will. It's just life. You better get to it before I spoil because I will spoil it. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I'm going to have to be. I don't have a choice. And, and you know, obviously, Joel and Bill know what a bloater is. They've seen it before. Yeah. But um, Ellie, mm. we're feeling what Ellie's feeling. Yeah. We're not. We're no longer in Joel's shoes in that moment. We're feeling, well, what the F is that? <laughs> and they see the bloater come through and, and you know, all How, you hear Okay, is like, hold on. How old is Ellie when we meet her? What, 14. 11? Oh, ha. <laughs> 
Whoops! I was placing. Well, we're not necessarily feeling well. Ellie's feeling. Ellie's feeling helpless. She doesn't have a gun. She doesn't. Yeah, because remember that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Joel didn't. Yeah, but oh, because he doesn't give her a gun until after this, right? Like because remember he lets her use the rifle to take him out, and then he gives her a pistol. That's later, right? That's way later. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So basically, what happens? Because he didn't trust her yet with anything but a knife. I think it was or something. Right. So that was her knife. Yeah. So basically, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Was that Joel was getting drowned? And Ellie came and she shot the guy. Yeah. And she with sh- his gun. Yeah, 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 with yeah. his gun and she saved him. And then when they get outside, they have to go through a group of people. Yeah, because... And he gives her the right. remember, she's she's in like an... O- uh, yeah, I was going to say like an overhang or whatever. And she... You, don't don't we play as her? Like fire no. Nope. Oh, we... Oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry. I, again, I'm getting ahead of myself here. <laughs> um, But... I, I one of the biggest things I don't think Julie Julie Joel was uh, <laughs> was really love you Julie like he not that he didn't want to give her a gun I think he felt some type of way about her using his gun I I don't know why but I feel like he was no I was like I guess I think an, he was just I, playing that, an over an, over I was like father. that's an interesting take I was like I feel like both can kind of play into each other but I feel like it was more of like an overprotective father yeah. kind of thing because it's like okay she's still really young like if we were if we were to come out of our video game world for a second would you trust a fourteen year old with a gun not everyone does I know there are people are because they are taught the importance of gun safety yeah. and you know living with guns and and being around guns yeah. but if it was someone like old. me yeah that's never been raised like that even though i you know whatever my thoughts are i personally wouldn't trust a 14 year old with a gun especially one that i don't know if they've been taught the importance of gun that's safety yeah. well you're also missing the point that ellie's making you're not living in that world anymore right no but that's the thing i know this that's why i said you we're know, gonna step yeah, out of but the game Joel, for a second. and that's the point True, and but that's and, the right, point i was like Joel, and that's the Joel thing has like, only been a parent in the real world yeah he has never been a parent to True. a person in an apocalyptic right setting. right and i'm not arguing that but i'm saying you know what i mean like i feel like we would feel the same way because we don't know what she's experienced even though they are in this world right so yeah. <laughs> right, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so skipping forward towards their adventure, you right. know, because you go through a bunch of stuff with yeah, them. Yeah, you really do. Like, you go to very different, like, houses, locations. areas, cities, subways. Yeah, yeah. Subways were the scariest parts for me. I hated subways. <laughs> it was you, always dark. It yeah, was, was always. You know, yeah, I was like, you know, what, you know what I hated about the parts like that is not that, it, that, yeah, the clickers and all that, but it's more of like it's so confined because a right. subway, how much space do you really have? Right. If something collapses, well, you got to go back. And what if you've blocked off a whole bunch of clickers or, you know, whatever mm. the case may be, like you are so confined in an underground subway or even in just the subway where it's just that. Right. But yeah, it's because yeah. I was gonna say because you the the relationships that this game kind of caters to in terms of like all the people they meet along the way, like okay y'all, let's talk about Sam and Henry, like these these two uh, young men and his little brother who was what around the same age as Ellie, if not a little younger yeah, or whatnot. He was, he was like thirteen. Yeah, like but like they but, but they were super close in age and they introduce us to these characters and it's like, oh, we got a little bit of hope in this game. There's more people yeah, they, out there they that got, actually well, are good. Well that but they got rid of Tess, so they give us Sam and Henry and we're like travel buddies. Right, like New right people. after Bill. Right, but and right. And that's the thing, like, but they go through so much in such a little bit of time. And then, spoiler alert, y'all, the little boy gets fucking bitten. Like, yeah, and they were, like, let's say if we were to give it, like, a time limit, they were probably only together for, what, days? Not no, even a week, it if wasn't, that? Like, no, wasn't it wasn't it even like, a full 24 hours. Yeah, I was like, wasn't it So, just... basically, they met uh, one night, uh-huh. they made a plan to cross the bridge, mm-hmm. but they had to wait until the night time. So it was but like I was going to say, remember, because they, they spent the first night together because, um... Right, that's the night yeah. that they met. Right, because then, 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 like, when they woke up, they had that adventure and he got bitten. Right. Because this is where I was going to bring this to with the... But but you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like they were together for a week, yeah, is yeah. what I'm trying to no, say. No, no, like, no, they no. Were, very, very short. Yeah, like, they weren't together long. Well, the connections were powerful. They were yeah. around the same age. They yeah. were in the same circumstances. They both had people, you know, Joel and and, and uh, Sam connected and, and Henry connected. And, yeah, because remember, I mean? they, remember they, Henry was talking about he hasn't heard Sam laugh like that or smile like that right. in forever wow. because of everything that happened. Right, right, yeah, yeah, for sure. For I, sure. I think uh, a good, 
good way to look at Sam and Henry mm-hmm. was they were what Joel and Ellie were going to become later on. Their close connection, even though they couldn't have that, even though Joel and Ellie can't have the brotherly bond, right, right. in terms of closeness, that was their reflection. That was what was going to happen if they stayed together throughout right. this whole journey. Right. And I think you mentioned that, that before too. Like yeah, yeah. you know, like like it just kind of gives you because then here here's what's so gut wrenching to me after he got bitten. Like his brother. I so I I have I've had two different takes where I've gone back and forth about this. Where you remember where he he holds out a gun and at first he's holding it out towards Joel and you're like oh shit like he's, gonna kill he's mad because he's gonna blame them because he's like oh it's your fault. But the other side of the coin, I feel like he's talking to himself, mm-hmm. saying that it's mm-hmm. your fault. Like, he's blaming himself because he got comfortable too quickly in the excitement of meeting these people that right. he let his guard down and he let his brother, you know, whatever with Get these caught. people. He got bit. He blamed himself. Spoiler alert. He kills himself. And that with the with the abruptness, like, that was one of the shock and awe things for me other than the daughter where I was like, oh, fuck. Because I wasn't expect. I Okay, it's like the loaded gun that you hear about in literature or in a play. If you see a gun, somebody's gonna that gun's gonna go off. Somebody's gonna die or it's gonna go off. Something's gonna happen. And it's like I knew something would happen with them, but I didn't think it was gonna be that and I didn't think it was gonna be that quickly. Like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it because like you're like, oh shit. And it all just happens because even because even Ellie doesn't she go like, Oh fuck. Like because what what the fuck? Well, it's not the first time you see in this game that there's an instance of someone killing themselves. As I mean, an easy way no, out. but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just because I think it's just because for me, it's it was like that little bit of hope. I was like, oh yay, like here's a little bit of happiness for them. Right. But of course, I knew it wasn't gonna last. But I was hoping you would get to travel with them because didn't before all this happened. Or maybe I'm jumping. Remember, because they had made that plan to go do this ambush or whatever at nighttime. Yeah, that, that they was, that they was got yeah because they were in the water. And Joel, like, Ellie was just like, fuck it. Uh, we got to jump, even though I don't know how to swim. We got to do what we got to do. And then, you know, like, they're yeah. all mad at each other. But, like, like this just all happens. And it's like, Jesus. Like, they were literally planning to meet up with everybody. And now it, that, that's it. Boom, gone. Right. Adventure with them canceled. And they still got to go about their business. And, uh, and to think about the emotional weight. Like you said, how you think he was blaming himself. The emotional weight of losing your little brother like that right and thinking it was your fault right and then that's the thing too that's what also got me in the feels but it's because i have a little brother me? and that <laughs> right shout out to you boy but that's like the thing for me as a as someone who has siblings and a younger sibling it's like real world and video game i'm like yikes because if something were to happen to my brother it's like oh my god yeah. like was it something that i could have done to prevent that yeah. you know what i mean like and, it's just heavy stuff for me, to be honest. Yeah. So, so you can only imagine what he was going through. Right. Like if, if we can, if we can have a, a sliver of it, and it hasn't happened to right. us, and we feel all this weight already. Right. Right. To have to live through that, it had to have just been. He lost everything. That was his one connection to his parents, his old life. His, you know, his little brother was his everything. You know, and even though they had to survive in this harsh world, that was his one bit of hope, his happiness, his connection to himself as well as his brother. And losing that mm. and then thinking it was your fault. Yeah, you know, like it's just heavy stuff. I, I man. think it could drive the strongest people crazy. Yeah. Because then who do they really mean after that other than uh, Joel's brother Tommy and his wife? The fireflies. Right. Mm-hmm. And men. Which is, you know, skipping towards the end now. Um, even though you go through a lot with them and, uh, you know, all this stuff happens. Oh, we do have to touch on when Joel was injured. Oh, yeah. That's something because that's really that, significant that happens. Didn't the group have a name? Because I just cut... Right now, if I think... I'm just going to call them a cult. I know that's not fair the or cannibals. accurate. The, yeah, they were cannibals the in the end. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? I didn't realize until a little bit later. Because, obviously, when Ellie's there, she's locked up in their butcher room. But yeah. I, I'm like, oh, the animal's cool because I'm not thinking about it. And then later, like when you find out that they're cannibals, you're like... And you play as Joel and you walk through that area and you're like, that's a body. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I literally remember going through and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, that's, that's the time we're on? I'm like, oh my God, wow. Right. Like, I was just, it was just crazy. The survivors, that's what they were called. So, basically, uh, <laughs> before that, 
uh, you start to realize that Joel and Ellie are having this sort of this weird father-daughter connection yeah. and they're getting to that point and Joel gets really, yeah. really injured oh and Ellie has to drag him in the snow, take care of him, drag him on the horse and yeah, and I was like, and you know, and I was like, and you know what's crazy? She really did that. Like she took yeah, care of him as best sure. as she could. And however you want to see it in the game, because again, it's been a while. Like either they followed her, or they just so happenstance and they found each other. She made a way, and she technically saved him because she, you know, he's a right. She hustled them. They hustled each other because eventually they track her down because she didn't cover her tracks because she wasn't thinking. She right. hustled. They she killed a deer that they wanted for food, which. They could have either eaten for real or they were just using it because they saw the human and, you know, they were used to eating people. So, you know, if you see other meat choices, do you really want that or do you want to go with what you're used to? But whatever, neither here nor there because I feel like that's a totally different conversation. Don't want to get into that, to be honest. <laughs> of course. And um, so she shoots this deer, y'all, and they go, okay, so let's trade. She goes, I need medicine whatever, I'll give you the deer, you can have it if I get this medicine. So there's two guys together, the main guy and whoever he has with him. He sends the other guy out to go get the medicine, bring it back. They chat or whatever, going crazy. He Because Joel and Ellie killed a group of their people or something like that. Yeah. That That's why. Because he, he, remember, he's talking to um, he's talking to them about it, um, or talking to Ellie about it, and he's like, yeah, you know, they were talking about this man and a little girl. And you're like, Ooh, and Ellie's like, oh shit, that was us without saying it was us. Right, so anyway, so they bring back, this guy brings back the medicine, they take the deer or whatever. She jets off with her horse, but again, doesn't cover her tracks. She gives Joel the medicine, and then she just wakes up in this little thingy because I can't, I think she was trying to lure them away or something like right. that, I believe it was. They yeah. caught her, whatever. And then, you know, eventually he wakes up and now he's going to search it. Because you remember his little torture scene? Like, he did that shit to get the information he, he needed. Like, he tracked her down, y'all. Like, he was going to get his baby. Like... And, oh, man, that was such a heavy scene. Because up until this point, we've seen Joel... <laughs> other than the other heavy scenes. Yeah. Like, this game is just real... Just heavy. Yeah. So, in the first little bit when we're with Tess and we're interrogating that one guy... Yeah. Uh, that, that sold the guns away. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. They they could do the whole, like, good cop, bad cop yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, if we had to give it a, a, a name. name. And, and we see a little bit of what Joel's role is... In, in their relationship. He, we see he's, like you said, the strong, silent type, but he's also the one who breaks the bones. Right. He's the physical muscle power. <laughs> right, right. And then once we get with El, once we start traveling with Ellie, we no longer see that side of him, or as often we see him as the protector, the caregiver, someone who is now fathering a child, even though it doesn't get to that point, like you right. said, to, you know, Hazel towards the later of the game. It still happens. Right. And then when he loses Ellie, he forgets all the fatherly stuff. Not forgets all the fatherly right. stuff, but he goes back to what he knows. Yeah. Interrogation, breaking bones, like popping knees. No, no, but I think, that's also, I think that's also part of uh, like Liam Neeson, fatherly instinct, mm-hmm. you know, chasing after his daughter. Do going. you gotta do. Yeah, that's... You're welcome. That's something that's instilled in you, you know what I mean? And if he would have done that for his own daughter, of, of course he would have done that for Ellie, and that's yeah. what he did and yeah. you know they go through this whole thing ellie gets into this whole fight with the main character of the survivors and uh because they go into that burning building right right i was just about to, to say crazy. so um after that you know when when she's getting close to death and joel comes and he saves her that's Are you talking about in the burning building yeah no he doesn't save her Oh, she kills she, him. She kills she him. Yeah. Yeah. Because remember, yeah, because Joel comes in and he's like, yo, you yeah. did it. Relax. Like, yeah, like, know. everything's okay. Because okay. she's just stabbing him Isn't that, like, well, I guess not, like, her first kill, but isn't that, like, one of the more personal kills? Yeah, yeah the more impactful ones. She's, like, right up on him kind of thing. Well, yeah. not kind of. Like, she's in there, like, swimwear. I mean, the only or thing she had was a knife the entire time. Yeah. And yeah. then she steals his weapon, gets one good hit, and goes to town. Yeah. And one of the best creative decisions Naughty Dog could have made was no audio. We didn't hear what Ellie said. We didn't hear what yeah. Joe said. We heard the music. Yeah, I was we like, see their body language. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. 
and we see him because, because I, yeah, and I was gonna say because I feel like that's true to the situation because again it's a video game so putting us trying to put us in that situation that was the best way because override you're, over, you're obviously you're gonna be overstimulated especially if that's not something you're, you're gonna do because I know that may sound weird as a sentence but you know our soldiers are trained to kill you know like relating yeah. it to real life where I am not you are not no one here at this table is not right now or ever you yeah. know what I mean like we're not trained to kill and neither was she so like that's very I can only imagine like to me that would be very overstimulating like I could only imagine most of her kills have been the, the infected yeah they haven't like, and while they they were real people now they're overridden by yeah. this fungus and like it, they're infected or when when Ellie did kill real people they were covered up by the fact that they were bandits they yeah. had their faces covered or yeah they like were, you know because you have to have a villain quote unquote yeah. like to justify the means so to them to Ellie they didn't have a personality they were just something in the way they were like the infected they were just another obstacle but when David came in you know the leader of the cannibals when he came in when their first introduction happened there was sort of a okay cool it's another group of people i can maybe trust right. them but i'm i'm still not going to trust them all the way we're given a face we're right. given a personality and now i have to think he's a leader of the group so yeah. now he whether it's a small little bit or a big little bit he has a soul yeah because we're right right like that's the thing it's like an intimate thing Mm -hmm. like i don't whatever it's just gonna have to make sense i don't want to have to go into what i mean by that i'm gonna assume we're all educated enough to understand what i'm saying because i was gonna say can't segue like but in this imagine something like this breaking out and can't like you're Unfortunately, in a survivor mode, your first thought is cannibalism. Like, I'm finna eat somebody. You know what I mean? Like, like the crazy emotions and things. Like, just having to... Like, like it still exists. Like, I... Again, I'm not justifying it because you hear in the rare cases or, like, uh, whether it's real life or video game. Remember that case where supposedly these three or four guys broke out of... um, what is that prison that's on an island? That's Alcatraz? Yes. That they supposedly, you know, broke out. They were on this lifeboat and they all agreed to eat whoever was weakened first. And they ate that person to survive, but they never talked about it because, you know, you don't consume human flesh. But in a video game, like, they put this group of people for a reason because it's like, hey, we really think this is the only option. Like, how fucking heavy is that? Like, Well, it's an ongoing theme that happens in horror movies. I you mean, know, well, the yeah. The Hills Have Eyes, yeah, The Book yeah, of Eli. Listen, the, the Hills Have Eyes, those movies fucked me up. Yeah. Like, but I watched them, like, in high school, and I'm very, like, susceptible to certain things. My imagination goes crazy. Like, I have nightmares when I watch scary movies. Even if I play scary video games, which is why I was like, can we play in the morning? Like, I can't do it at night. But, like... Can you, like, just to kind of put yourself into this video game, like, again, we understand, you know, reality and video games here, but, like, just wow. Like, they really thought the best way to survive, which is why they call themselves the Survivors, which I think they named themselves that as a group because to justify what they were doing, like, they're surviving. Like, resources are scarce. Like, you can't really sustain yourself off of plants. And And that's not a jab at anybody because you need sources of protein. And if it's not meat, you know, things are running out. Like, you're... And it's... There, it's snowing where they were at. Like, what are you really gonna find in terms of resources that's gonna sustain you? Mm-hmm. Again, not that I'm trying to justify it, but like just to kind of, like Put that is yeah, and that's so wild to me. But like in this game, like they they really just explored kind of really. I, well, I was gonna say everything, but I don't feel like that justifies it because there's still things that went unexplored here but this game really brought you to this you know what right. i mean like the, that that was just my segue i'm sorry you know what i mean like it was just it's just one of those things where it's like this video game really dared to go there and it came out what 2013 2014 around there like what a game like i'm two years out of high school me and best friend are two years out of high school when this happened like just wow it. yeah yeah, like, and I didn't realize it, because remember how in, when we first talked about this game, sorry, I'm dropping stuff on the table, my apologies for the background noise, uh, but you remember how we talked about in, in our episode about this, where it's just like, this game is just so crazy and just so emotionally intense, you know what I mean, And it, but it's a video game. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm barely an adult, and this video game is giving me feels. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, another part that really does give you the feels is when you're getting towards the end of the game and you you get to your original, your your first ending location, which is Colorado State University. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. you're walking around looking at the scenery, the way everything's been overgrown by nature, like I said before, and the, the way that you see all the giraffes and the monkeys that have escaped from the labs and stuff like that and, you know, finding clues to where they are. And then... Skipping forward towards the end, you know, they finally make it to their destination. And and then this is where the emotions really start to kick in is when you have this conversation with Marlene after Joel wakes up from being. Oh, see, again, like I remember that, but like, yeah, yo, because wasn't Ellie, they were in water or something. Ellie was like unconscious or whatever. And he's like pulling her out, trying to reset, like he's using CPR and the soldier just gets him. They were on a bus with like a heavy flow of water. Oh yes, that's what it was. Everything starts shifting or whatever. And then Ellie jumps in and he's like, no, what are you doing? And then he has to swim and try to save her. And like how he pulls her out of the water and he's like, you know, doing CPR. Yeah, because he's like, yo, I can't stop what I'm doing. Like trying to, yo, she's not breathing, but like they should have gotten that. Got, gets him with the gun, wakes up, and she's like, oh, sorry, they didn't know who you were. But it's like, damn, you, like, really? That's how you're going to do me? Like, you see somebody, like, trying Dying. to, yeah, and you see somebody trying to give him CPR, and you're just going to jab him with a gun to get him to stop? Like, that's crazy. But that's, I though. think she was lying about that, because ain't no way. They had to have known. Because there's no way she didn't tell them that this was the mission, even if she didn't think they were going to make it. You know what I mean? Like, somebody other than her had to know. I don't I don't personally think she just kept that to herself. But, you know, hearsay because I don't really know. Yeah. But, yeah, that's so odd because, like you were saying, he, he wakes but, up. But and they did know. Other people did know. The, the doctor knew. Yeah. The doctor, the nurses knew. Only the the people in her close circle that had to know knew about right. the mission and how to get the cure Okay, I guess, Okay, then I guess that's fair. But you know what I mean? But, like, still. So, when... Even, even if you didn't know who that was and you see someone trying to save what could be their daughter you know from drowning right <laughs> well being in the military they teach you that any hostel that you come up against is a hostel mm-hmm. especially when you're in that in in a hostile area and that's how they train you and so he did what any other military person would do knock that person out who might be dangerous and help the little girl mm-hmm. You know, which is what they did. And then once they brought him in, they realized who it was. And that's when you have this conversation with Marlene. True, true. And that's when you start to realize, well, we're here. We're at the end of the game. You know what I mean? We're about to find out what's going to happen, how we're going to cure the world. And then you find out that the only way to cure the world is to kill this little girl. Right. And I was going to say, because now that we're here at the end of the game, that I'm going to get your thoughts on all this, because it will kind of be like final thoughts for you for the game. How do you feel? Because I'm just going to, she saves her, y'all. We talked about this. He saves her, makes the executive decision, goes all Rambo, boom, boom, saves his girl. Well, there's something important about that. but, But wait, that's what I'm saying. How do you feel about the fact that he didn't tell her what happened that he was just like oh they found something else well no no, no. there's you. there's important parts that you you miss you but know what i mean th- that's why i you, want your final thoughts about this as we wrap up the end of the game in this discussion like joel i think makes the biggest impact on me because he will do anything to save anyone that he loves right and once he finds out that this little girl is gonna get killed he goes rampant and he starts running through the facilities and he starts killing every firefly that he sees and he gets to the operating room ellie's knocked out on the table and they're about they've got a scalpel out and they're about to cut into her brainstem because the only way to extract the cure is to get to her brainstem right and isn't that just wild because me and paul were talking about that before i'm like yo bone marrow blood but like that's what they had to do yeah because what happened was was that in the there's like a membrane at the base of your spine um and it's connected to all your nerves right and the the brainstem is connected to it and basically what happened is that that membrane didn't it, it didn't take to the spores so she was naturally immune mm-hmm. and it was because of that part of her brain yeah. and the only way to figure out why was to actually dissect it and you cannot tear apart that piece of the brain yeah you can't take yeah. that apart without dying yeah. your your nervous system goes into a wreck and your body will shut down so basically see he that's how you it. know they put i'm sorry i mean that's how you know they went into like detail yes 
because yeah. what a way to tie it into I'm the game. I'm telling you, the like, infection itself is actually something that's really, really beautiful, wow. magnificently thought out. Yeah. You know what I mean? The way that it, it mutates and the way that it just spreads and the way that some people may be immune because she may not be the only one. Right. You know? So this this idea of her dying has taken over him. And he's gone into this point where he is not turning back and he's not going to let this happen. Right. He's not losing another one. Right. He gets this operating room and the doctor tries to talk him out of it. And he's like, you're you're trying <laughs> to... Baby. You're going to mess up the whole world. Like, you're, the world is going to stay like this. Right. And Joel just can't let her go. Yeah. So what happens? The doctor lunges at him and Joel sticks a knife through his throat. Yeah. The doctor dies... The nurses are scared. Everybody mm. runs out. He picks up Ellie. He goes to the truck. Eventually, Ellie wakes up, and he tells her that there were other kids just right. like her, and that they didn't need her. But mm. Ellie knows something is off. Yeah. You know what I mean? She Like, she accepts it, but she just knows. Yeah, she knows that something is off, because at the end of the game, she does ask him, like, yeah. you know, uh, are you lying to me? Like, are you yeah, sure that that's like, what Yeah, because she's like, you know, like, she kind of gives him another chance to kind of... Well, it's not just that. She lost meaning in her life. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, truly. She went through so much shit to get to, to the point. Moment. Yeah, to get to the point where she's at now. To realize that she was actually useless and there were dozens of her. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't fucking make sense. And there's just something that's not right. And I think that Joel made the decision the best he could for the way that he was feeling then. Did he make the right decision? No, I don't think so. That's my opinion. I don't think that he made the right decision in not telling her the truth. Um, did he make the right decision in saving her or not? That's subjective. That's depends on how you feel about the world and how you feel about the individual. So it's, it's up to you whether you feel like, you know, the means of the world outweigh the means of the one. Right. Right. So one thing I thought was really amazing about this final section of the game was where we see Marlene. And we're just about to take a breath of fresh air of, oh my god, we made it. We found the fireflies. And this raggedy bitch pops out. The cure is going to be made. You know, we did it. You know, it's it's that beautiful beautiful scene of, you can rest now. Right. Your mission's over. You're done. But the second we get that breath of fresh air of, (laughs) yeah, we did it. Ellie's got to die. Right. And then back to everything you said that... Joel loses control. He's not going to lose another one. Right. He's going to do everything he can to save Ellie. And Even if that means the sake of their relationship. And he yeah. knew that that's what that meant. Yeah. He knew that he wasn't going to be able to stump her out of it. And he knew that he was going to be lying to her for the rest of his life. And yeah. he did that at the cost to save her. He yeah. So that she could have a life. Yeah. Because his daughter couldn't. Right. The only thing was that she feels like it was a selfish decision and that's Mm. a spoiler for part two right right okay so as we as we just kind of let that be the final thoughts here do you have anything more to add about the last of us best friend anything that you feel speaks to you in this moment before we keep it pushing phenomenal game absolutely phenomenal game Mm -hmm. um if you haven't played it you should definitely play it take the time out of your day it's really like anywhere between 10 to 12 hours long if you don't get lost in the gameplay. and Right. I definitely did. It took me longer because of it. Just do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go. It's spend <laughs> Take the time a step on to greatness. And just realize, you know, that Naughty Dog is a really know a what they're doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. So before we go, best friend, please, top five games video games in no particular order if you don't want to but top five games right now uh-huh. uh okay 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 <sighs> from any console right now, whatever whatever yeah or whatever it is that you actively play actively playing or games or in general all i guess general. yeah and all just because we know it could be more than a top five but just to kind of keep it brief top okay five. from the ones that i'm playing now assassin's creed valhalla okay very nice 
Um, Excellent series. I'm replaying Days Gone. Uh huh. I think that was one of my games. Yeah. Absolutely. We we have to do an episode about that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got to play through it now. <laughs> um. Still. Yeah. So I'm gonna do of all time. I'm okay. Do of all time because okay. I definitely want to mention another Naughty Dog game. Shout out to Naughty Dog. Right. Um, Uncharted Four. Uh, didn't you mention Uncharted in yours? Yes, Very I nice. Did. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. Such Uncharted a good 4. series. Well, that itself is a really good game in the series. But yes. But specifically that one, that one was my absolute favorite. That one threw me off the rails. <laughs> Literally. I was lit the entire <laughs> game. Yeah. Um, Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Okay. And The Last of Us. Yep. Okay. Excellent choice. In no particular order, and that is why we're ones. best friends. This is this is my twin, y'all. This is why this happens. You you can't even argue any no, of those games. No, absolutely not. Because they all all by themselves are are really good. Right. Oh my gosh, no. Go ahead, honorable I have one mention. More. Go ahead, honorable mention. Honorable mentions. Yes, honorable mentions. Ghost of Tsushima. Woo! Game Hold of on the year. Now. I li- Hold uh, on now. Not, we can't go into it right now. Game of the year. I have yet to play. Oh what was it? God. It was Game of the Year. Oh, game of and the it year. had soundtrack of the I'm, year. I'm, everything. Out. I'm oh trash. God. I have no clue. So good. Beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> The storyline was beautifully done, super traditional. The clothing, the material that you gather, so it's everything just a great game, it. and I'm behind and need to play. Yes, the Heard, way, okay. the one thing that I really, really love, the golden touch to the entire game is being able to ride your horse and just randomly play <laughs> this flute-like instrument that's like a a, a traditional right. Asian instrument. And he just plays it while he's riding his horse. Okay, yeah, that's, that's no. Good. Do you, okay. Do you have any other games that you would like, or is that it? That's it. Okay, I, I'm sorry, boy. Th- this is this is it, y'all. Unfortunately, it's that time. But we gave y'all a good hour here. Like we we. <laughs> this is how much this game really means to the three of us for now. I'm sure there are others that would agree with us and could talk more about it. But we're gonna cap it off there. We must bid y'all farewell for now. It's your girl Sasha with the boy paul take it easy our our special guest best friend hazel yeah 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 we wish you a wonderful day and we will see you next time on tactics talks we out